Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. this week. <laughs> it's actually so funny because I always just sit here in front of my mic totally alone and then I start talking like I'm actually talking to someone else. <laughs> and, and yes, I'm talking to you, but it's not like you can answer me back. So I think it's just a funny habit that I ask how, how you're doing. But honestly, I do want to know how you guys are doing. So thank you to all of you who message me back and tell me. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, before I get started, actually, I just, I need to do a little bit of venting. I need to do a little venting session. And, uh, this session sort of segues me into this week's topic, or at least I'm hoping that it does. (laughs) But man, I have been feeling so incredibly off these past few days, these past few weeks, I should say, I can, I can hardly stand it. And some people are noticing too about me being off. Like, um, on this week, um, on this weekend, what day was it? Saturday, my sister and I went for a run and she gave me some feedback about the podcast and about my blogging and my Instagram stuff. And because she was noticing it too. Mind you, this feedback was very positive and it came from a loving place, which I 100% appreciated. But I, I, I find, I found it interesting that this feeling of off, offness is being reflected in some of my work and is it's being reflected in my day-to-day life in a maybe not so positive way, I guess is what I want to say. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know I go on about my day and I work hard and I do all of the things that I normally do, but lately my days have been a struggle. Yes. I also have had some incredibly positive, loving and hilarious moments too, but it, it's it, like it's not all been bad or anything like that. I'm, all I'm saying is that I feel out of alignment and I recognize that and Holy shit, there are many moments in my day that are a complete struggle. Like, the struggle is real. It's like my mindset and my inner dialogue is not in the right place. Okay? So, how am I feeling off? Okay, the biggest reason is like I feel tired. I'm constantly just so tired. I feel bogged down, cranky overwhelmed and underwhelmed at the exact same time. Like, how is that even possible? Um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually wrote an Instagram post about this, like how I was feeling busy and bored at the same time. I did provide an answer on this because I had turned to Yoda for some advice. Um, because I, I couldn't figure out it out on my own and her advice was well received. I put it into practice, but then a few days later lost it again. 
Isn't that interesting how that happens sometimes? We like learn lessons, we put it into practice, and then all of a sudden it's gone. Who else feels like this? (laughs) Who else feels a daily struggle in one way or another? Uh, Another interesting question. Sometimes it feels like I have this pressure, like, you know, work pressure, social pressure, even like what's coming up lately is like time pressure. Like, how do I prioritize my time? Some days I wake up and I start my day at usually 6 a.m., which I realize many, many people out there do the same thing as me. The time in which you start your day has no reflection on who you are or how you live your life. I'm just saying my day starts at 6 a.m., But the to-do list is so long that I have no idea how I'm going to get through the whole thing. Like today, it just so happens, is one of those days. (laughs) There are so many things to do. There's like this pressure surrounding that time, you know, so interesting. So like I've been building up this pressure inside of me and Thank God I have some of the greatest human beings in my life that allow me to sit there and like completely explode my thoughts and opinions on stuff in front of them and like release that pressure. Sometimes you just need that outlet and I'm so grateful that I have it. And you know, you know, thank God for this podcast where I can do the same thing. (laughs) It's like public venting. (laughs) This is new to me, but I like it. I'm going to vent on this podcast. (laughs) Actually, I mean, I don't really want to get into the the nitty gritty details of everything, so I won't. But really, it's those details, those things, like all the bitching that I've been doing, they're just excuses. (laughs) I know that I cannot control what other people do and say. I know I am responsible for my reactions My inner dialogue, in other words, what my ego is telling me in any given situation is the only reason I am reacting this way. It's the only reason. In real life, in the real world, I have a fabulous life. I have a fucking fabulous life that I am so very grateful for. So why are there days, weeks, and now we're going on months for me that I just struggle with connecting to my inner vibration, that I struggle to ground myself and be present? It's a very interesting question. It's all very interesting. And I feel like that is the topic of today's podcast and what I'm going to get into and what I've sort of the aha moments that I've that have been brought to my attention around this whole topic. Okay. Now, this experience of the struggle, let's just go back to that. The experience of the struggle is teaching me a lot about myself. And I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but if you're in the same boat as me and you feel like you're venting all the time, your inner dialogue is victimizing, judging, and just gossiping, yes, that's a big one. That's a big indicator when you're gossiping all the time, then maybe it is also time for you to learn a few things about yourself. Two, in other, like in this world, okay, in this world, humans behave as though difficult situations should never happen to them. We behave as though life should always be fun and easy. Everything else is like everyone else's life is so easy. My life is so hard. Look at me suffer. 
Why is this happening to me? Okay. We behave as though difficult situations should never happen to us. However, difficulties must happen because it's the only way to overcome them and move into what I like to call a higher vibration. But others in the spiritual communities also like to call it like a deeper state of consciousness. I'm not sure if anyone has ever heard of that before, but it's like a deeper state of knowing, a deeper state of awareness. I also call it awareness, vibrations, awareness, consciousness. It's all the same sort of thing in that spiritual um, family, in that spiritual regard, okay? And honestly, that can be a challenge in itself to fully understand. And it takes a certain willingness, um, like an open-mindedness, or you could call it perspective, I guess, like it is a perspective. It takes a certain perspective to see and appreciate difficulties in this way. Essentially, difficulties are the only way to grow. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say here, okay? Difficulties are the only way to grow. So with all of that, I have had a few experiences in the past week or so that have sort of snapped me out of the funk. The venting is over. So vent over. (laughs) And now I want to talk about what I'm going to do with all of this. Like where all that venting, all that pressure, what that's the direction it's pointed me in and what I've learned from all these things that have kind of just sort of been building up inside of me in this not great way. Like right now, I I believe I am shifting life, difficulties, challenges, whatever you want to call them have been presenting themselves to me. And in the process, I was in denial. Like I didn't want to acknowledge that I was struggling. Huh? I do have a pattern of living with a sense of unworthiness to be happy and to be loved. And so those feelings were comfortable in me in, in some ways. So I held on to them super tight for these past few weeks or so and I've and or I've tried to run away from them instead of taking pause to sit with them and feel them and then understand that I am responsible for my own suffering and therefore responsible for letting it go. Okay, so there are three big things that helped me shift here. Start this shift and like everyone's like for me I I recognize that I do make little shifts every day and then I fall back into old patterns. So I'm learning and then falling back. I'm learning, falling back. It's like this neat little seesaw, but all the time, every time I learn, I just kind of move up higher. It's like two steps forward, one step back is kind of how I I see it. Um, But this past weekend, I've had like a big shift, okay? That sort of started last week. Anyways. Today, I want to talk about two of them more specifically, but I I guess I'll talk about all three of them. The first thing, um, which is when I'm still processing and I'm not ready to interpret how this has changed me quite yet, but I I had an experience this past weekend. I went to Montreal to see Eckhart Tolle. Now, for those of you who have never heard of Eckhart Tolle before, he is, um, he's a famous author. He's like a, basically a spiritual gangster. (laughs) He's, he's an amazing man. Um, he wrote books like, uh, A New Earth is probably the most popular and The Power of Now. Very, very popular, highly recommended reads, um, 
he this guy he's been on Oprah several several times uh he his interview actually on Super Soul Sunday that he did with Oprah years ago was like so amazing that I watched it several times and it's cool each time I watched I learned something new and I love that I love that when you read or hear or see something um, but there's so many layers to the message that you can't interpret them all at one time so you like keep going back to it and you learn something new with the information, with the exact same information, it's very cool. So this is exactly what happened to me during his presentation. I may or may not do a podcast on the messages that I learned and what I learned from it and what came to me, but frig, okay, I probably will. <laughs> I'll probably do an entire podcast about his experience with Eckhart Tolle. Uh, but basically, like, uh, I guess you could say a sneak peek into the message that blew my mind is this. So this was like one of the things that helped me shift this exact message. So during his two hour talk, he did speak for two hours. He said something. Now, I feel like I've heard this before from other teachers, guides in my life. And I'm not sure if it's the way he said it or that I'm just in a, in a specific place in my life that I could actually hear it. Or maybe it's both. But what he said, um, and this is what I'm still stewing on, is something like this. He said, there are two ways of knowing. There is knowing about which is concepts, in other words, knowledge. And there is knowing, which is a deeper level of consciousness. And then he spoke about how many are trapped in only one dimension of knowing, which is most often knowing the knowing about dimension. And oh my God, I was like, <laughs> mind blasted. Because many of us know or have knowledge of what we need to do, but we don't do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like there is so much knowledge out there, but we don't put it into practice. And it's like, oh, like it's just, it's something that I really am conscious about is like learning these things and actually putting them into practice, which like most of the times I have no idea how to do that, but I'm like trying to, you know, to do that and, and, and be in that world of knowing at a deeper conscious level. And maybe it resonated me. That's why it resonated with me so deeply. Because I believe that I know about a lot of stuff. And on the flip side, I'm doing a lot of work at the spiritual level that is helping me to know. And this is also helping me make change in my life and therefore like walk the talk. Okay. it It's like the knowing is the experience. It's the feeling it's not words it just is anyways like I said I'm not exactly ready to share with you what I've learned but yes if you want to know more about Eckhart Tolle then go and read his books <laughs> because he and maybe he'll come on the podcast <laughs> could you imagine maybe I'll ask him to come and do an interview on the podcast like oh my god that would be so cool anyways okay so I'm just going to put that one on the shelf and like simmer over it for a little bit longer because it's like, whoa, whoa. Just even saying a little bit of stuff here right now, I'm just like mind blasted. Anyways, okay. So the second thing that shifted me this week happened at Pure Kitchen. So 
for those of you that don't know, I work part-time um, at this super popular vegan restaurant. It's, it's in Ottawa. It's called Pure Kitchen. And all the supervisor staff, which included me, had to do this mandatory leadership training. Okay? Now, of course, when I got the email that I had to do this mandatory training, I was immediately hooked in a bad way. So my first thoughts... <laughs> My first thoughts, of course, were, I don't want to do this stupid training. It's going to be a waste of time. Uh, I bet it's going to be so dumb. Uh, you know, that voice that pops up and creates unnecessary commentary to a situation. So all this, all that happened was that I got an email and all of a sudden the voice starts up this is stupid. <laughs> My inner narrative just started to go. And then not only did it go, not only did it go then and there when I got that email, but of course I had to take it one step further. I had to go one level deeper because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, all this stuff is going on. I have all this pressure and I'm venting and blah, 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 blah. So, so I pick up my phone and I send out a text to um, a couple of coworkers. Did you see that email about the leadership training? This is so stupid. Why do we have to do this crap? It's such a waste of time. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> so now I'm pushing my feelings about this onto my coworkers. Thankfully, this particular one agreed with me because if they disagreed, then who knows where I would have taken it. But whether she wanted to agree with it or not, she did over text. And that just kind of fueled my like validation that this is stupid and over the next few days like I was gossiping about this leadership training and just like it it sort of took over my thoughts like I don't want to do it I'm so busy and it's going to be st a stupid waste of time and we better get paid for this like uh, I have to prep for this oh my god I have to do a I have to do homework for this meeting okay so like all the little things just like kept like going in my brain and I it 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 in other words it really escalated <laughs> and I was creating this entire story about what this training session was going to be about and I obviously didn't want to do it so since I was struggling with this mandatory work training I obviously had to impose my struggle onto others and tried to pull them down to my level because, you know, this is like a low vibration here that I'm putting out into <laughs> the world. <sighs> now, this was like literally just a simple, simple, simple little thing in my schedule. But like I said earlier, I've, I've been in a bad place mentally and emotionally. So why not create a problem and more suffering where no problem or suffering exists? This is plain and simple, exactly what I was doing. Now, in the moment, I sort of knew this was happening. Okay, I do have the, the I had I have a level of awareness where I knew it was happening. It didn't feel good instinctually to gossip about this training. It didn't feel good to keep judging the idea of it and then victimizing myself for having to go and go do it with my already busy as hell schedule. Like it didn't feel good, yet I kept doing it. <laughs> and and then I, I also recognized that part of me did feel good with this behavior and this mindset. 
Hard to admit, but I was creating the suffering for a reason. Hmm, interesting. Anyways, the, 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 the snap out moment happened during the homework part of this. So it happened before the leadership training even started. And so what we had to do, we were asked to take this online personality test. And of course I was like, Ugh. I was reading the instructions of the email. I was like, who cares about this stupid personality test? Like, actually, this is so stupid. It, probably an exact quote. <laughs> Um, when I was, when I was going through this, but whatever I had to do it. So I got on my computer and I took the test anyways, has anyone listening ever taken a personality test before? This was my first one. Um, someone had actually sent this exact test to me like a year ago or so. And, and maybe like a year and a half ago telling me that they highly recommended it and that it's super insightful and that I would love it essentially. But at the time, it really, it did not interest me at all. So I never took, I never took it. Um, anyways, the test that I did uh, last week is, it's, it's called the 16 personalities test. Okay, 16 personalities. So this test is sort of like, it, uh, it's a series of questions that, uh, that relate to how you think and how you deal with situations on a mental, emotional, and even physical level. So it's, it's not a hard test. Um, like I realize some people hear the word test and they immediately get nervous, but it's not like that. There's like no right or wrong answers. Um, the questions are interesting in themselves. Uh, like some make you think a bit about yourself and others are like no brainers. They boom, you know, the answer right away. Anyways, the test takes about 15 minutes or so to complete. It's not a huge deal at all. I started off this test like with like some resentment and I was like going through the test thinking this is stupid, but then I actually did get interested. I was interested in the questions. Like it, it, it turned into a not so negative experience after all. Anyways, so I take the test and it spits out my personality type type. Like at the end it said, um, um, what my personality type was. And this was the snap out moment. Okay. So it said my personality type was a protagonist. I am a protagonist. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Well, after reading the first paragraph of the protagonist description, I was immediately hooked. Like I needed to read every single thing there was about the protagonist. So I'm just going to read out what that first um, paragraph said. Uh, and then you guys can make your own assumptions of whether you think this is me or not. Whatever. This is what it said. Protagonists are natural born leaders full of passion and charisma. Forming around 2% of the population, they are oftentimes our politicians, our coaches, and our teachers. Reaching out and inspiring others to achieve and to do good in the world. With a natural confidence that begets influence, protagonists take a great deal of pride and joy in guiding others to work together to improve themselves and their community. Okay. So, so then I went on to read, like I said, everything there was to know about the protagonist on this website. It was fascinating. Also the entire description resonated with me. Like almost the entire description resonated with me. It was the first time that I realized that maybe there was some serious value in understanding myself at this level. 
as well as other people at this level. Very interesting. So my test results also generated some other information that was kind of cool to, to acknowledge and recognize, which included that I'm 58% extroverted and 42% introverted, which um, confirms how I, I sort of already felt. I already feel that. A lot of people think I'm very extroverted, but really there, I have an introverted, a, a strong introverted side. Um, it also said that I was 63% intuitive, over 37% observant when directing mental energy. It said I was 44% thinking and 56% feeling by nature during decision-making and coping with emotions. And lastly, I'm 75% assertive and 25% turbulent as it relates to identity and how confident I am in my abilities and decisions. Okay, so interesting. And now I'm thinking, maybe this training won't be that bad. <laughs> I also immediately sent this test to my mother and my sister. I'm like, take this test. It's like amazing. Let's do this all together and talk about the response or the the uh, the results. And you know what? They they were like blown away with their their uh, results too. It was very cool. Okay, so. Maybe this training is not going to be that bad. I go to the training. It was actually the next morning. <laughs> and there's like 12 other people, 12 other leads or so there, you know, managers, owners. And we all start to discuss our results and like share our thoughts about them. And it was, it was, it was fascinating. I'm using this word a lot. Fascinating. Um, I fully, I fully understood how much my personal results resonated with me. And so listening to the other people in the group speak about their results was like an aha moment to say the least, like in itself, it was a beautiful experience to listen to all the different people with whom I, some of them I've been working with for almost two years. And it was beautiful to hear them speak about the place that they're coming from personality wise. Okay. To be honest, I'm not exactly sure how much I even contributed to the conversation myself because I was like immediately enthralled with the realization that we're all coming from different places, which, which I knew. And I think you all know that people come from different places, but do we actually know? <laughs> it was completely fascinating to listen to and share you know, our strengths and our weaknesses within a safe and trusting environment. And quite honestly, even though this may seem like a simple exercise, it was really powerful for me and in a lot of ways, life changing. It, it, it very much impacted the way I'll work with these people or the people that I work with. It will impact the way that I, I'm going to work with everybody if, you know, moving into the future here. Like this exercise humbled me. It grounded me. I don't know why I was so resistant to it. If I was to guess, it, it's just that same pattern of suffering that I've been manifesting my entire life and needed to feel again for some reason. Okay. But in those moments, sitting around the group, listening to everyone, I was able to see this resistance from a new perspective and immediately it was gone. It was like poof, poof. I shifted. I, I accepted myself for who I am in this exact moment and I knew that I was in this exact moment for a reason and 
I immediately felt balanced for the first time in, 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 in uh, weeks, months even. Oh my God. It was interesting. It's, it's just so interesting what triggers us to look inward and reflect on our own, like reflect on our own behaviors and maybe even try to acknowledge them and take responsibility for them. Take responsibility for ourselves. So I kept saying that this leadership training was putting me in a really bad mood. This was before it happened. I like, uh, you know, this is ruining my day. This is the bane of my existence. It's a waste of time. Okay. I, I, I was blaming the leadership training, but it wasn't the training that was doing it. It was me. I was creating the narrative around the situation and making it the devil. It was not the devil. <laughs> it, it just was what it was. It was just a thing. I was the one creating the unnecessary suffering around it. Get it? I, I get it. I, I get that. I see that. And it, it's just, it's so like humbling to like realize all that stuff was going on because I do feel like I have a strong, a very high sense of awareness and I do recognize the voice in my head, but do I? And, and when I'm in and out of balance, how, how, how much awareness do I really have when I'm out of balance? So this was, this was big for me. This was a lesson that I've learned many times over. However, it constantly presents itself a little bit differently. So I learn and I, I, I gain a stronger foundation underneath it. And this time around, like I said, it was, it was big. I went into the weekend, a very busy weekend for that matter, with a conscious intention to watch my inner dialogue. It was, it was like I said, it was, it was like I had forgotten how to do that. Okay. But now it was back. And this experience, the leadership training, I did learn a lot of stuff during the actual training about personalities and about how to work effectively and all these things, which I might even talk about in a later podcast. Cause it's, it was very, it was very good. The overall experience was amazing. But however, the overwhelming lesson here that I learned, and this was, this was the thing that helped me shift and feel balance was, was this it's, 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 it's freedom from suffering relies on letting go of the narrative. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Freedom from suffering relies on letting go of the narrative. And, and that's, that's, that's kind of what happened in the situation for me. So moving on the third thing that was also kind of big, um, like I said, that feeling of unease, that disalignment, um, has been going on for some time. And when I look to, so when that happens in your life, like, do you look to your friends and family and stuff like that for help? Like you're, you're like kind of, you look outwards to help you feel, I don't know, better inside. And I, and I, I was doing that. I was like looking to friends. Like I said, I've been venting like crazy. <laughs> it's like barfing out all this stuff all the time. And I'm like looking for advice. Uh, what, how can I feel better? Anyhow, during this process, you know, my friends, my teachers, even my, like when I look to myself for guidance, the message of, of slow down was always sort of right up in my face. Okay. I talk about it in my podcast, in my blogging, on my stories. It's just like slowing down is not a bad thing. 
Okay. It's actually a very positive thing. And I've, it's just been this message to slow down. Okay. You're doing too much. Slow down, take pause, take rest, that sort of thing. That sort of, that was like the advice I got from, from people in my life and advice I was giving myself. And it, and, and it like, for the most part felt like what I needed to do. I was listening to, you know, my inner voice and my intuition and it just, it did feel like I need to, I don't know, slow down. Now, when these messages are presented to me, I oftentimes have no idea what that means. But in this case, I was taking it and it's like literal meeting, like to slow the F down. <laughs> um, you know, you're tired as hell, you're burnt out and you feel like shit because you're doing too much and you need to take rest. That's kind of how I, I interpreted this feeling of dis, like dis-ease in my, in my body. So, so that's what I did. And I started to take rest. At least that's what I thought I was doing. I, I started to slow down. I took on less work projects. Um, and I did, I did less things for myself outside of work. Like I, I rested, I slowed down my body. I slowed down my breathing, the pace in which I did things. I would turn off my phone at night and and, and stop going on Instagram every two seconds. And I, I said no to many social engagements when I just didn't feel like going. I started to binge watch Netflix shows. You know, I have friends that are just like, oh, don't you just want to watch Netflix all weekend? And I was like, I guess is that what slowing down is. I guess I'll watch Netflix all weekend. <laughs> you know, turn your brain off. How do you do that? Watch Netflix. Okay. So, you know, I also stopped working out as hard. I ran less. I stopped doing yoga. Okay. This, this ripple effect of slowing down was like a process that started about three months ago. So it's not like I just like stopped life or anything like that. I, I kept going as you guys all know, I'm doing all the things, but I just like was doing all these other things behind the scenes to, to take rest. Um, and, and since I've been putting all of these like prescribed actions into play I've been feeling worse like worse and worse and it wasn't something that I necessarily recognized right away but like man I'm even more tired than ever before and like my brain is foggy even and it wasn't until you know recently like in the past couple weeks that I've come to another massive realization and that realization is that I'm not happy living my life at this pace in this way. Okay. I have realized that maybe slowing down looks different for some people versus others. And I've, I've like, I've sat with this feeling for a few days now, specifically the past few mornings. Um, so I just like lay in bed and I, I asked like, am I doing the right thing here for me? And the, the, the past couple of mornings, the message is loud and clear. It's like, nope, no, you're not. No, nope, this isn't you. This isn't, this isn't good. You know, it's very, very clear. Okay. So, so <laughs> I'm realizing that I love running. Why haven't I been working out and running maybe just at a slower pace or a less intensive, a lower intensity? I love yoga. You know, maybe I shouldn't be doing yoga every morning or maybe slowing down means once or twice a week. 
instead of just not doing it. You know, I also love being busy. I love being creative at work and helping others. I love hanging out with my friends. I love my friends. So why the hell have I stopped doing this? Okay, I don't actually have an answer to that uh, outside of the, 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 you know, maybe social pressure or the peer pressure to slow down and kind of do what everyone else does when they slow down. I don't know. Or what I assume everyone else does. That's another big one. Maybe I'm just assuming that's what slowing down looks like. However, I do have a solution. And my solution is to start to figure out what my life balance looks like in 2018. So I've shifted. I feel this massive shift in me. I'm different than I was last year and the years before. And this is not a bad thing. But it is something to recognize and accept and listen to my body right now in this moment. Okay? Figuring all of this out may take some time, which is perfectly fine. I have time. (laughs) That's what life is all about. So it's just, it's so interesting how this like need to vent and this negative inner dialogue and this feeling of being tired and all of this stuff is just kind of lifted. It's lifted with these really interesting experiences that I've had. And, and yeah, it's, I, I'm actually, I feel good that I've been able to recognize this and be in the moment with this and, and allow that weight to sort of come off my shoulders like I feel um, I feel good about all of these lessons I have learned and being able to reflect on that is just it's 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 lovely (laughs) that's I feel great (laughs) and 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 so I think that's all I want to say about all of these aha moments and this transformation that I'm currently in right now like I feel good about that However, I, I, I will share one more thing that Eckhart Tolle said in his talk this past weekend because it it's just, it's so simple, yet it's so good. So he said, the world is not here to make you happy. It is here to make you conscious. Okay, so take from that what you may and, uh, and, and, and let that sink in. Learn or don't learn. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful thing. The world is not here to make you happy. It's here to make you conscious. Okay, everyone, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support the show, please donate to my Patreon account. The link is in my Instagram bio and in the show notes. Your support means the world to me and will help me to continue in this journey of becoming a full-time podcaster. You can also support the show by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Thank you all once again for listening. Until next time. Wow.